It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back, Dan Malecki and Steve Cleave. Dan, I've just thrown a poll up on Twitter for you. I've got a poll up there. Do we need emergencies drawn in the field? The three choices are yes, as per race conditions. Uh, yes, outside front or second row. And the third one is no, except in groups group races so i'll let you know how that poll goes because it will be interesting to hear a lot of other people's thoughts yeah i like the idea of that and uh, look i've got a strong opinion about it uh, but as i say it doesn't mean i'm right but i know how it affects me when i assess um the fields and particularly the impact of the markets when they are in the field and they are scratched or turned around of course uh, either way, whether they're scratched or whether they end up uh, uh, racing in the field. So uh, while my opinion is is a strong one, and I've been on about it for years and no one's been listening, but that's typical of harness racing and the people that are making decisions on behalf of the participants, they don't usually, you know, they're not often invested like the, the participants are. So it um, be an interesting one because I find it, um, um, <laughs> I, I yeah, I, I've said for a long time that, well, you think it's unnecessary. I think it's it's harming the product that we've got, particularly when we're trying to bet into it um, and steer, steer people in the right directions. When you look at our good form guide, and usually there's no price listed next to an emergency, what does that say? I mean, it's just, it's no good. It's no good. I don't think it's yeah. any good, but, you know, I, I, you've done the right thing by offering it to other people so they can have their say as well. Absolutely, and hopefully a lot do get on to X and uh, do put their vote in on that poll. Race four at Melton is a TAB Premier two-year-old stakes. Now, we're down to a field of five here. Uh, Uncle Trev was a good first-up winner. Stormy Woods has not yet won, but has run a couple of good races. Hesitate was a great winner. Archie Moss, the first starter, and Boulder Cabago uh, was a much-improved run last week. Uh, small but interesting field. Your thoughts on this one, Dan? Yeah, look, I'm glad it's it stood up a field of six. Again, there's another antiquated rule that I, I don't like is uh, is to have a field of six horses. If you've got a marquee horse or a two-year-old race, those races need to go on. Uh, and in this case, $20,000 up for grabs. We'll have a field of five now because number six is a scratching. But even if there was four that were accepted, I think we've got to go ahead with these races. When these races go on, uh, there's an opportunity for someone to win, get a Vic Bread bonus, potentially the bonus that they're going to get. Most people use that to then breed for next season. The flow-on effect is really important. So in a way, it's great that this, this race is going ahead, but what would have happened if there were just five acceptances? Another rule that's going to change, every other state for two-year-olds will run fields of, uh, of three and four to make sure they get around. I think we need to do it. Um, I know plenty of people, including myself, have stopped uh, breeding as a result of not being able to get enough two-year-old races uh, are up and going for horses that um, are fully fit and just can't get a run because uh, they won't run fields of five. Anyway, this race, Damien Burns, that's a has poll got two for next runners week. in it. <laughs> Sorry? Sorry, that's a poll I'll do next week for you. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that bird might have flown anyway. But look, Damien <laughs> Burns' record with two-year-olds is quite extraordinary, but not just two-year-olds, early season two-year-olds. 
time and time again he gets them up in the early part of the year. I, I, I've lost count of how many of the first two-year-old races of the season he's won. Multiple horses getting them to the track. You know, kudos to Damien. He just does it time and time again. And he's got Hesitate and Stormy Woods here. Um, they've both won races uh, with one start for Hesitate, three starts for Stormy Woods. But Hesitate looked quite impressive, winning on debut uh, at Melton. Uh, running away, it was an easy win, but carving out some decent times. On debut, 155.3. Now, at this stage of the year, that, that's a pretty good effort. Obviously, doesn't have to lead to win because he was doing some work on that occasion. Benefits from the run. And I'm sure um, Uncle Trev will as well. He, he got the job done. Still got things to learn. Hesitate looked more of a racehorse than Uncle Trev, but Uncle Trev might have more upside. I think he's the danger. Three from one. Um, if Hesitate doesn't get to the front here, one of that opens up things a little bit. Stormy Woods was a long way behind him in that same race, but he had issues um, and excuses and then came out to win in a busy finish but showed the gate speed last time at Ballarat. Archie Moth, a debutante. And Bowl of Cabago's been competitive enough. It did run second to Uncle Trev. So you can make cases for all of them. I don't think it's difficult to make the case for Hesitate. Uh, three over one, four and two. We have gone in the exact same order here, Dan. Three, one, four and two. And for every reason you've just said, Stormy Woods, actually, I had missed that. You got the win up yesterday at Ballarat. So uh, well done to that horse getting a win on the board. But uh, yeah, hesitate. He's got the time and the score on the board and he looks extremely hard to beat again. Uncle Trev, you think he improves off that first up run. Archie Moss, a first starter, but he has trialled well. And uh, as we said, Stormy Woods has been racing well as well. And then uh, Boulder Cabago, I still don't think it'll be too far away at the finish. So three, one, four, and two for both of us. Race five is the Hip Pocket Workwear Castlemaine Pace. This is for, uh, the, I suppose, the open class horses here. We've got a field of nine going around with Fides is a favourite. How did you find this one, Dan? It's a good race, isn't it? It is a good race. Um uh, field has a, a, a good depth about it. I think every horse you could make a case for in some way, shape or form. Um, I thought Fides is just, you know, when you pick out two or three horses at any given time, they're your favourite horses for whatever purpose, you know. It could be because of betting, could be because they look good, uh, might be because they've just got qualities about them that you really admire. And, and I think Fides definitely fits into that latter category. Um, with all the trouble that he's had, he, he's such a good horse. He was terrific, I thought, in the in the Tarang Cup. And he was underdone then. He'd been a month between runs. He'd had a little bit of a problem in between. Um, and I think he comes out of it, a lot of positives, that he'll improve off that run. Um, and so I have to put him on top here. It's not a clear on-top selection, but I have to put him on top and make the case for him. His form stacks up. It's not a problem. There's a lot of good horses in the race that offer worthy opposition. Um, so what's got close enough to Fides previously? Um, I'd suspect that if Fides from barrier two back row is not going to really improve much because Cosimo is not a quick beginner. So Fides will end up back on the field. So what might have to go back, rely on tracking up Fides. Uh, they did that in a Hamilton Cup and ran first and second. That form has stood up pretty well since. Now, Lark Captain possibly will get to the front here, I suspect. Karen Manning takes the drive on the Jess Tubbs train, Lark Captain. Quick out, sometimes can take a trail at 2200. If that was to be the case here, I'm trying to work out who that horse is that goes alongside to, to lead. 
So I'm not 100% sure who that is. Maybe will it be So What pressing on, who's got gate speed? Could District Attorney kick up? Could Tango with Sierra go across with La Captain? Interesting that a scenario like that could prevail. Um, Whiskey Cavalier gets a nice run following speed. It might be a place chance or a long shot win chance. And the quicker they go, obviously, Triple Eight's got a better chance. He's a good sit sprinter. He's become far more one-dimensional, but very effective that way now. So he's a chance, but he needs something to inject that pace into the race. Maybe Matt Craven will decide to go around if there's not a lot of speed on. If Lark Captain leads, dawdles, um, or indeed something else takes the lead off it and they don't run along, well, Fides might be obliged to go around and sit without cover, which probably takes away... Um, his explosiveness or potentially take it away. Uh, so there's a few factors there that I've got little queries about, um, but I think for all intent and purposes, Fides will be improved by that Terrain Cup run. You look at it third up from a spell and think it should be at peak fitness, but a month between runs, and it did have little issues. Matt Craven had said that, little issues. He'll be better for that Fides, so he will improve off that very good run. Nine on top from numbers uh, seven, four and one nine seven four and one we have the same numbers in a little bit of a different order but very close dan i agree fides was terrific in that terrain cup and showed that he's not just a sit sprinter which i previously thought he was he had worked around he zipped up around trying to find the front and then death seated and stuck on so terrific to just miss out on the win i think he's going to improve off that run so 100% agree with you there, Dan. Got nine on top. The second of my each-way bets for the night, Whiskey Cavalier, number one. Hasn't drawn one in Australia. Has gate speed. He's always been coming back from the back of the field, not having much luck, getting pushed wide, having to come from last. A lot of excuses, I suppose, but... We know he's got ability, and I think John Barrier won. I think La Captain leads. I think Whiskey Cavalier will be on his back. Because I don't think there's going to be a huge amount of pressure, Fighties may go around and sit in the death again, but I think they'd be happy to hold with La Captain because I don't think Fighties will want to drill them into the ground. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm really keen, at if, especially if we get $18, what's listed in the trots.com website. Uh, each way, Whiskey Cavalier, I've got him for second. Number four, Lark Captain, I think can lead all the way and will be right there in the finish. I think it'll be an extremely close finish. And number seven, So What? She is absolutely low flying. Uh, two little, well, we've got four little black book runners in this race, which is Whiskey Cavalier, District Attorney, So What? and Fides. Uh, surely we can get the winner out of those. We are having in our game plan for the little black book I actually changed a few of the bet types around to what we put on the radio yesterday. We were, well, we are having a $15 win bet, $35 place bet on So What? And I've added in a $5 win bet, $20 place bet on Whiskey Cavalier. So both of those are value runners, but uh, Whiskey Cavalier is the second of my each way specials tonight. His form, Dan, if he brings his best, do you think he's good enough to be winning this for sure? Oh, look, the barrier draw suggests so. I think it's a pretty even field. The barrier draw actually makes it even. Um, and you're right. Uh, well, you can make a case for every one of them. Cosimo obviously needs a speed on, and you're probably more inclined to back him for a place than you are a win, but you know he could be right there at the finish. Ideal escape similar. Tang Young Sierra at her best. 
Obviously, a chance. District Attorney should be improved. Triple Eight, one-dimensional, but very effective. And I didn't put him into my numbers, but I should have. Um, you know, <laughs> so too. you can make a case for all of them, can't you? It's a good race. So what I'm getting at, it, it is a good race. It's a positive. Make a case for all of them in a positive sense. Sometimes you have races, you make a case for all of them negatively because you don't like any of them. None of them should be able to win. So therefore, they all become a chance. This is the opposite. It's a good field, a lot of good horses, a lot of winning chances. And, and so far tonight, out of the five races, four of them, I mean, we, we can't say the two-year-old because there's only four in it and one's going to be very short, but first four, four of the first five races are all extremely positive, really open races, which should help with betting and it should also help for a great spectacle because the finishes should be exciting because if we struggle to to separate these horses, then there's a big chance that they'll struggle to separate each other at the finish. So I'm looking forward to your calls tomorrow night, Dan. Uh, I think it's going to be a great night and I think uh, it's going to have you right up on your toes. Uh, Well, I better eat some carrots tonight.